Hey, welcome back to the Electric Factory Podcast, home to your mom's favorite podcast. I'm your host, Matt Jones. Today is March 25th. There's snow on the ground. Today is a very bad day. Ow. Um, start things off. What was going on on Instagram last night, guys? Um, this stupid until tomorrow trend. Did not understand it. Um, I had to do some research on the dark web to find out what this trend was. Honestly, I think it was kind of dumb because most people have a spam account. So if you're just going to post a stupid picture of you, then just post it on your spam account and save me from scrolling through Instagram, just looking at pictures that I'd normally see on your spam account. So I thought that was kind of dumb. No offense if you did it, though. I still love you. Also, uh, I got a lot of good feedback yesterday um, of the first podcast. Thank you very much. Um, Also got some bad reviews. Um, I did make a comment saying, ladies, if you're still listening, I'm going to talk about sports. That was a joke. I received two death threats from that. One coming from Claire Perry. The second coming from Emily Erickson. Um, so if you guys want to go find those two girls, social media platforms and spam their DMS with cow noises or the cow emoji, just the moo, um, just to let them know that the electric factory podcast is the best podcast in America. And my opinion always tops your opinion. All right, guys, this is the debate I know you've always wanted to hear me debate on. If I could marry one of the two, who would I marry? The two women, Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Ray Sterling? This is a uh, interesting topic here. Um, if you're not on TikTok, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Um, these are definitely the two most famous people on TikTok. If you watch TikTok or make TikToks, I make TikToks. Go follow me. Uh, some good content. All right. I This is tough. I'm just going to go with Addison. I, I don't know. Charlie just seems kind of annoying. A little ratchet. The video of her saying, put some more, makes me want to harm myself. Um, I hope I never hear that ever again reminds me of james charles james charles should be banned from the internet uh who gave that kid wi-fi uh i don't know how james charles is in the hype house he is doesn't even make good videos all he does is make makeup palettes or whatever they're called i'm not a girl i don't know correct me ladies um charlie i mean charlie's cool she's from connecticut um i love a good east coast girl um one of my other girls lily morrow she lives in Connecticut. Shout out to Lily. Um, Addison, I'm pretty sure is... Oh, actually, no. Listen, Addison, I'm pretty sure went to LSU because I always see her in her videos with the LSU shirt on. So that I don't even know why I'm debating this. Addison wins 100%. If she likes LSU, it, I'll just propose to her already. I don't need to propose to Charlie or even think about it because Addison's a tiger. Go Tigers! Um, I think that just calls off the debate right there. So I know you guys wanted some more, but I, it's just a clear favorite Addison. Um, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about.
Also, I just realized this. I think the snow on the ground outside is fake. And that Jay Inslee and his peoples created the snow, fake snow, and got Santa Claus or someone to go fly in the sky and drop it down so that we wouldn't go outside. Chew on that bone, folks. Conspiracy theory proved. And yes, I'd like to address the fact that I said Santa Claus. I do believe in Santa Claus. You got to believe to receive. And I will never go back on that statement and say I was wrong because Santa Claus is real. And you got to believe. That's all I got to say. It's already podcast number two. And the cow sound is superior to all the other sounds on this website. So I will be using the cow sound until further notice. Um, All right. I watched a movie last night on Disney Plus because I was very bored. It was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, Don't ask me why I chose this movie. Uh, I was just on the feed, so I decided to watch it. If I had to give Diary of a Wimpy Kid a rating, I'd give it a 5.7. It's a weird movie. First first thing I want to address is who names their kid Manny? That is the worst name I've ever heard. Okay. Manny Ramirez, one of my favorite baseball players. Great name. Props to his parents for naming him Manny. But to Greg Heffley's parents, who named their youngest son Manny, not a good move. So that automatically brought it down a couple points. Uh, second review of the movie, Greg Heffley might be the biggest simp in the world. Actually, bigger simp than Zach Riggard, folks. Zach's a big simp, but Greg Heffley, the alpha of simps. That's my take on Greg Heffley. He tried to ruin Rally's ego by telling Mr. Chudwarski or whatever the cross guard dude's name was. I can't remember. Poor movie. Um, he told him that Rally put the kids in the pit. I'm going to sidetrack here. The pit not has nothing to do with Diary of Wimpy Kid. The pit is the holy ground of Mead High School. Dr. Thomas McShane and I tried to revive the pit this year. We succeeded. We made the pit great again. Hoorah. All right. Had to get that out of the way. Back to the movie. Greg Heffley tells Mr. Chudrowski that Rally put these little kids in the pit because he was scared of a red truck driving by of the kids that they called bad names to on Halloween night. So he decided to hide the kids in the pit and run away. And some crazy mom across the street saw it happen, told Mr. Chudrowski, whatever the guy's name is, probably Polish. Terrible. Greg's a loser for that. My boy Rally, on the other hand, beast. Rally slays women. Rally gets all the women. These three words, zoo, we, mama. Those three words can get into any girl's heart at the snap of a finger. I don't know if you could hear that snap, but that was a crisp snap. Other than that, Rally is a beast. He's an alpha male. My third take on the movie. What was the older brother's name? Roderick. 
Who names their kid Roderick? Okay. There is a football player, WSU. Actually, no. He left WSU. His name was Roderick Fisher. All-star athlete. Very fast runner. Very good ball catcher. That's a cool name for him. But Roderick? This dude's a weirdo. He's in a band called Loaded Dipper. Not Diaper. Dipper. This kid probably dropped out of high school. His education is so bad, he couldn't even spell diaper right on his van or his t-shirts. He's an e-boy. I don't even know what an e-boy is, but I'm calling him an e-boy. He just looks like an e-boy. His hair's black. He wears ripped jeans. I don't even know how to describe Roderick, other than that he's a loser. Um, He does have some pretty savage pranks. He pulls on his brother, Greg, which I like, and... I've I've actually done one to my brother. My brother woke up from a nap at like 11.30 at night. And I decided to pull the ultimate prank on him. I said, Ben, we got to get ready for school. He's like, what? Kid gets up, goes and takes a shower, puts clothes on, starts to walk upstairs, doesn't even look outside to see it's pitch dark, walks into the kitchen. My dad's like, oh, he finally woke up. And ben goes, Oh, it's the morning. He goes, no, it's not. My dad goes, are you going to get anything to eat? And he goes, I'm eating breakfast, not dinner. He goes, it's 1130 at night. He goes, well, Matt told me it was the morning. You got to get ready for school. That was a hilarious prank. Uh, Roderick actually um, encouraged me to do that prank after watching the movie. But I watched this a long time ago. I just had to rewatch it again because I had nothing to do last night. Um. Another take on the movie, the cheese touch is pretty funny. Um, I couldn't imagine ever having the cheese touch. That would be very bad and embarrassing. Um, what else about the movie? It was just a weird movie. Did not really care for it. But, yeah, it was kind of a waste of two hours, however long the movie was. I wasn't really paying attention. I was mostly just trying to fall asleep. Um yeah, so that's my take on Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, if I had to recommend you to watch it, I'd say no. Unless you're completely bored and have nothing to do like I did last night. So that's my take on Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, I will have more movie reviews in the future when I watch more movies. So yeah, incoming cow noise. All right, guys. Um, music review time. So I went on Spotify this morning and it actually recommends you some artists sometimes. And the first one that popped up on the list was NLE Choppa. Um, I don't know much about him. I've heard a couple of his songs. Um, I'm just looking at this guy. Uh, he's got blue dreads. It's kind of weird. He's got a big chain, nice chest tattoo of looks like a skull or something that's kind of weird um the name nle i'm guessing it stands for never lose ever something stupid like that choppa i wonder if he rides motorcycles or if he's got a choppa jump shot good basketball player don't know um let's do some research on nle choppa Let's see here. He uh, actually has a lot. Actually, Go Stupid. That's a banger song. Great song. I have heard him in that. Uh, Camelot, a little repetitive song. 
Famous Hoes. I've not heard that song. Looks terrible. Shot of Flow with Blueface. I've heard that song. Uh, I don't really listen to NLE other than like hit songs he's got features on. Um, he looks pretty young. I Let's see how old he is. He's 17 years old. Oh, my goodness. Did not know that. I'm older than Ellie Chapa. Uh, he's from Memphis. It's a great city. Um, XXL freshman of the year, something like that. I think he was a freshman a couple years ago, but okay. Yeah, big artist. Looks like he's got 12 million monthly listeners, 277th in the world. He's not doing too hot. Um, he might want to jump up in the rankings some more. If he's ever going to cross my radar, if I want to actually listen to him. But yeah, that's my uh, take on NLE Choppa. Go stupid. Gratata. Okay, guys, for your This Day in History segment, in 1774, Parliament passes the Boston Port Act, which closed the port of Boston and demanding that the city residents pay for nearly $1 million worth in today's money of tea dumped into the Boston Harbor during the Boston Tea Party. On December 16, 1773, is when the Boston Tea Party actually happened. But, how does this relate to me? Because Boston is the greatest city in the United States of America, a.k.a. Titletown, home to the Boston Red Sox, the best baseball team in America. Don't want to hear it from any Yankees fans. The Yankees are cheaters. Home to the Boston Celtics, most NBA championships in the world. Also home to the Boston Bruins, one of the best hockey teams in the country right now. Although they did lose to the Detroit Red Wings. Shout out Ethan Cargill. Um, he's a big Detroit guy. Feel bad for him. Send prayers his way because he needs them for this upcoming season. Also, New England Patriots, I don't even need to start with them. You already know. Greatest football team ever invented, Tom Brady. Best quarterback of all time. No discussion. I'm devastated he went to Tampa Bay out of all places. But as Thomas McShane said yesterday, Tampa Bay is a favorite to win the Super Bowl. That will be a freezing cold take in the future. Boston, just it's a great city. They have everything you need there. It was the start of the United States, basically. That's where the Pilgrims came. They came to Plymouth, and they just went everywhere in New England. So Boston's kind of the home to how America was started. So that's Today in History segment. You're welcome. Oh, man. We just discovered a new animal noise, guys. The goat. I don't know if that was Tom Brady. Or a real-life goat, billy goat, something like that. But that may be added to the arsenal. Um, I'm feeling kind of dangerous on this podcast, so I have the power to do whatever I want, put whatever I want on this. Um, I do not swear on this podcast because I'm a good boy. But other than that, we're going to talk about sports now for all audiences to enjoy. So we're going to talk about some golf. Kidding. We're going to save that for later. We have Nick Muxel on the show to talk about the 2019 Masters, which Eldrick Woods destroyed the entire field and won the Masters. Greatest sports comeback of all time. But for now, 
we're going to talk about college basketball. So ESPN dropped a way too early top 25 for college basketball, and I think it is ridiculous. So we're going to go look at this. The number one ranked team in the country for next year, according to Jeff Borzello, who I don't even know who that is, says that the Villanova Wildcats will be the number one team in college basketball next year. I think that is bullcrap. Villanova was terrible this year. All they had was Colin Gillespie, just a little white guy. Couldn't even shoot. He sucked. How are they going to be the number one team in the country if they can barely squeak by Georgetown, who they were up by on 27 points in the first half? Ridiculous. I turn that game off and I turn it back on. And Georgetown is up three points. And then they choked because Mac McClung wasn't playing. We all know Mac is the greatest white point guard in college basketball right now. Actually, no. Brock Reve, if Brock Reve comes back, is the greatest white point guard in college basketball. Okay. This is the worst take. This is worse than Villanova. The Creighton Blue Jays are number two. Are you serious? I didn't even watch a single game of the Creighton Blue Jays this season, but they had no one good. I cannot believe they are ranked number two behind the number, th- actually in front of, not behind, in front of the number three Gonzaga Bulldogs. I'm a homer. Gonzaga is the greatest college basketball team ever. Next year, they're going to win the national championship. They're going to go undefeated next year. They have an outstanding roster. Immaculate, as Jordan Mulder would say. They have Jalen Suggs coming in next year. Probably the greatest two-sport athlete in high school last year. They have Dominic Harris, great point guard, out of Rancho Christian. They have Dominic Harris, great small guard, shooting guard, whatever you want to call him. They have Drew Timmy, who is significantly better than Philip Petrusev. He will be the starting center next year, mark my word. Drew Timmy cannot be stopped. They have Joel Iyai, most likely coming back, outstanding point guard. And they have Anton Watson, who we all know who that is, just a god-tier basketball player. It's looking good for Gonzaga next year, folks. That's all I have to say is that Gonzaga is going to win it all. I don't care what you say. I will bet anyone who's listening to this podcast right now $100 that Gonzaga wins it all next year. I will be taking those bets soonly after this podcast drops. Other than that, Baylor Bears are coming in at number four. I don't know how I feel about that. They did pretty good this year. They had some good guys. Um, Ren Bacamus, grad assistant for Baylor. He's the reason why Baylor was so good this year is because he comes from Gonzaga. Uh, Kentucky Wildcats coming at number five. Uh, they'll probably lose four guys to the NBA this year, so I don't know. But, of course, they have always one of the best recruiting classes in the country, so they'll always be in the top ten. Number six, the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, Duke is like Alabama football. They're kind of losing their dynasty right now. They're not going to win for a long time ever again. Shout out Alex Cook, big Duke guy. They suck. Um, yeah, they're going to lose all their players. But they did just get a guy from Columbia, their first ever grad transfer. So that guy probably is trash. He played in the Ivy League. Um, no offense to Ivy League. My friend Nathan Poltasi plays football in the Ivy League. He's a great football player. Iowa Hawkeyes, Luke Garza, probably the ugliest college basketball player in the country. 
Um, Jordan Bahanin, he's a good, good shooter. I can see Iowa coming in sneaky number seven. Number eight, the Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, whatever, they're a boring basketball team to watch. They will lose Mamadi Diakite. Uh, he is the Frank Ocean of college basketball. Uh, they might have Kihai Clark, who I don't even know how he plays college basketball, but okay. Michigan State, number nine. No, they lose Cassius Winston. It's over. And Rocket Watts, eh, they might be there. I don't know. Number 10, Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, yeah, Kansas will be there. They're always good. Uh, as a bouquet is the most overrated center in college basketball. He will have no career in the NBA. Mark my word for that. Um, number 11, North Carolina. No way. They lose Cole Anthony. No one's going to want to go to North Carolina anymore. Um, number 12, Texas Tech. Yes, I like Texas Tech. They're a good basketball team. Texas Tech broke my heart two years ago when they beat Gonzaga in Anaheim. I was at that game. That was the first time I've ever cried at a sporting event. Fact check. Yes, that is correct. Number 13, Ohio State. Um, I don't even know who's going there. 14, Tennessee, yes, go Vols. Um, yeah, the list gets pretty boring from there. LSU's up there, go Tigers. Richmond Spiders at number 25. That is a freezing cold take that I hope, what's this guy's name? Jeff Borzello, regret saying because Richmond's a football school. And also a team that's named the Richmond Spiders should never win more than 10 games in whatever sport they play. That's just a known fact to men and women. Yes, correct. All right, that's it for that college basketball segment. Uh, yes, I did say Dominic Harris two times. I was thinking of a lot of recruits on my mind, and I meant to say Julian Strother from Las Vegas. Phenomenal small guard, shooting guard, whatever you call it. Yeah, just wanted to clear that up. Sorry. All righty, folks. Um, special guest on the show today is Nick Muxlow. We're going to be talking some golf. Uh, say hello, Nick. Hey, guys. All right, Nick. So I want to hear your take on the cancellation of golf tournaments due to coronavirus. Let's hear it. Oh, man. I mean, I understand. I understand what they're trying to do, and especially out on the tour, trying to stop the spread. I mean, I understand that, but I feel like they could still have tournaments without fans around. I feel like that'd be the safest way to go about it. For sure. How would it how do you how would it feel watching a tournament with no fans? I mean, watching it from home on the TV, I feel like it wouldn't really change a whole lot. I mean it would be a little bit quieter watching it. There wouldn't be any any people making noise. You wouldn't get any bob out berries or anything, but You know, it actually reminds me of that tournament in Japan when they had the hurricane or tsunami or whatever they have over there. Remember that with Tiger One, the Zozo? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. It would, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same, but I mean we've already seen it without fans, so yeah. So it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like uncharted waters for this these guys have done it before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Masters is going to be in two weeks. Was going to be in two weeks. Now it's postponed. Tell me a little bit about last year's Masters and why it was so significant with Tiger Woods winning. I mean, I'm sure that was huge for everyone that watches golf. I know it was pretty big for you, Matt. I know you and me were texting back and forth the whole time. Yep. Um, I remember I was in a van actually on my way to a golf tournament and we were, we had the laptop going up on the dashboard watching it. 
kind of a miracle we didn't get in the car wreck or anything with our coach watching it too. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, it was uh, it was a big moment, especially for for Tiger and winning. I mean, it's been it was five years, I think, since the last one, five six years. So, I mean, that was interesting, but. I know you were texting me the whole time watching it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. All right. So, final question for you, Nick. We're going to do this. Give me your top five most attractive male golfers. No homo. Oh, my. Man. Um, I think Ricky's definitely going to be be on that list. Yes. Um, he's definitely a top five pick. Um, I think Brooks would be on there. Yep. I mean, he's a pretty good looking guy. Big guy. He's a big guy. I mean, Adam Scott for sure. Yeah, all, all the list. moms like Adam Scott. That's what I've heard. All the yeah, moms I love mean, Adam Scott. I mean, his wife is just a stone cold fox. I mean, she's <laughs> pretty good looking. That's true. Um, uh, I don't know what's your. What's I th- your top five. You know, I'm gonna throw Adam Abraham Abraham answer on the list. Build the wall, dude. Now, Abraham answer. is I mean, He's one of the a, like most clean cut. He does have a little beard, but it looks good. Like If you look at him without his golf clothes on, he's a sexy man. I mean, I mean I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, Abraham answer's on there. All right, who's our last one? Who could we throw on? There's got to be someone. I'm trying to think. Are you recording this still? I am recording this. Oh, cool, cool. I thought you stopped, so I was about to say something I probably shouldn't say. No. I mean, Tiger, we could always throw Tiger Woods on the list. I mean, uh, Tiger's kind of... <laughs> he's old. I mean, yeah. he's old. He's, he's oh, dusty, who's, sure. who's one of the young guys? Victor Hovland. <laughs> nah, <laughs> he's ugly. Matt Wolf over Hovland. Yeah, probably Matt Wolf, I'd say. Or Cameron Champ. No, I'm not a huge fan of Cameron Champ. Yeah, I don't either. I think he's overrated. I think Matt Way Wolf, overrated. honestly. Matt Wolf. Yeah, Matt Wolf, without a doubt. All right. But I think Ricky Ricky would be number one on that on that list. Yeah, definitely Ricky. Do you think no J no, J T. I think JT's weird looking. No, I, I think I, I mean Brooks is Brooks is a good looking guy, but he's <laughs> I mean seen his girlfriend i mean that's like an iphone 4 charger trying to go on an iphone 5 <laughs> yeah she is very small um i mean yeah all right well uh thank you nick for hopping on the show and giving me your input on golf yeah, um anytime it's a pleasure all right well i'll talk to you later nick yep talk to you later okay guys so that uh wraps up today's show uh tomorrow we're gonna have a special guest on the show to talk about gambling and how to gamble over coronation. Um, a few examples: you can gamble on the weather. Uh, Korean badminton—that's our special guest. Um, that's his platform. He bets on. He likes to bet on Korean badminton. Um, yeah, there's different stuff to gamble on. But other than that, um, that wraps it up for today's show. Uh, we're gonna have some more good content for you tomorrow to keep you entertained. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, share to your friends, give them something to laugh at and thank you. Have a good day.